You're listening to Mind Your Business with Nicolette Wilson-Clark, master coach to creative entrepreneurs. Hello and welcome. It's Nicolette on Wandsworth Radio and it's such a pleasure to be here. Hello. It's Mind Your Business. It's another Friday and I'm here talking about personal power because last week we talked about five sources of personal power, how we can where do we get it from was the main question really Um, and I wanted to finish that because in total I discovered about 10 and so I did five last week and I'm doing five this week I'd like to say thank you to Chloe for She Speaks she's on from 12 till 2 each Friday thank you very much Chloe and so it's the fourth and final week today in October and today we are going to continue exploring that personal power. Last week, I talked about where personal power comes from. And we established that it comes from several power sources that can be tapped into at any time with awareness. As I said, I named five of them. And I'm going to share the other five with you today. The five that I mentioned last week were network power, interpersonal power, expert power, image power, and official power power. And this week, I'm going to address resource power, physical power, attributes power, knowledge power, and moral power. So let's begin. Well, resource power. In life, there are things that you can control. I'm sure you know this. There are things that you can control and there are things that you have absolutely no influence over. So resource power is about the power you have over the things you can control. So that's things like money, equipment, property, information, tools, and other assets that you might have access to. And these are things that will move you closer towards whatever visions or intentions or goals you've got. So really just tapping into your resource power and seeing how you can use those things to create an influence on those around you. Number two or number seven as a continuation from last week, physical power. Physical power comes from your physical characteristics. I'm afraid we do judge people by their looks, in case you didn't know that. (laughs) Previous research has actually found that in the days of getting a loan in person, when you went to see your bank manager, attractive people were accepted more than non-attractive people. And it's been found that they earn more, they marry other attractive people, and are more likely to get a job and are thought to be trustworthy. (laughs) So if you weren't born with what others might see as the attractive gene, then don't worry. Because as I mentioned last week, personal power can be developed. And then we need to stay with me just so you can find out how a little later. Okay? So physical power is all about your physical characteristics. Attribute power is the next one. So hmm, which person would you support in this next scenario? A someone who has pure tenacity over a challenging issue or situation and tackles it right to the end or someone who believes that "Mm, actually i don't want to do this and they give up at the first hurdle yeah i think it's going to be a isn't it the one who has all the tenacity and just tackles it right to the end 
Those attributes are positive and strong characteristics. That's your attribute power. They are strong characteristics that draw people to you. Naturally, someone will be more inclined to assist the person who takes responsibility for their own actions and who wants to help themselves. And people tend to enjoy seeing talent and seeing it thrive. They tend not to have much time and patience for victim mentalities. And so those individuals who complain and don't demonstrate grit, determination, confidence and resilience, they will be left by the wayside unless they shift their approach to life and their beliefs. So attribution power, your attributes, is about the influence your characteristics can have over others. And guess what? It's easily developed. The next one is knowledge and education power knowledge and education power. This personal power comes from exactly what it says on the tin. Your education and your knowledge, that which you have soaked in over the years. And things like what university or school you went to can really add weight to your interaction with others. And of course, if you hold the belief that it doesn't matter, then this won't be a power that resonates with you as a resource. It can be developed though. They could all be developed. And finally here, let's look at moral, moral power. Moral power is about how your moral judgment is perceived by others. So if you're asking someone to do something, then it's about how you convince them that it's just an action. You know, that it's an action to take. It's a just action. It's something that they should definitely do. And I think moral judgment is a really important factor in your life and it's often neglected. I mean, how well you treat others, especially those less able than you, is what separates us from animals. And we should learn to develop and bring awareness to it. So those are the remaining five attributes, uh, characteristics, sources of personal power, resource power, physical power, attribute power. And then we have knowledge and education power and finally moral power. When we come back, we're going to find out how do you develop these power sources. Don't go anywhere. Hello and welcome back. I'm Nicolette. It's Mind Your Business. It's Friday. It's on Wandsworth Radio and I'm talking personal power. I'm talking about how now we develop our personal power. We've looked over the weeks at keeping it, finding it, sourcing it, etc. But now we've got it. How do you actually grow it if something is quite weak in an area? So I'm going to go over all of the, the 10 that I've been over the last week and this week and just share with you ways that you can sort of reclaim it and build it and grow it and, and not use the fact that you don't have much of one particular source as a, as a negative. Look at it as, an, as, as a challenge and a bit of encouragement to say, how could I develop myself in that area? So let's start off with network power, network power. So reminding you, this is about who you know and the influence you have over people in your network. So how can you increase this personal power? Well, you can create a personal networking plan. 
you could literally just sit down and work out how you're going to connect with certain people who are going to serve you, who you can serve, and who you could grow together with. You could work on your networking skills. So if you're not quite sure, read books, go online, attend seminars, do some research, and just fill that gap of not quite getting how you're supposed to be networking. <laughs> Is there a way? Write down your goals and identify who you need to know in order to achieve the goals that you want. That's a wonderful way to then reach out and connect with those people as a way of networking with them. And then get to work on finding those people and meeting those people when you do reach out for the networking. And then target networking opportunities that best fit your needs and personality. I think this one's really important solely because we're all very different. And someone perhaps like me who really likes to be in an environment of, sort of colors and lack of formality and people just being who they are, next to someone who actually just enjoys the idea of a suit and polished shoes and they want the black and the white and no gray in between very different types and so you need to find something a networking event that actually serves you are you a morning person would you go to a very early 6 30 6 o'clock 5 30 networking event or are you more of a lunchtime and an evening so choose the networking event that really really serves you and allows you to grow and use it as a personal power resource. Now, interpersonal power, this relates to your likability factor, remember. So how can you increase this power resource? Well, you could work on becoming more charismatic, you could work on becoming more conscientious, because when you're conscientious, you're very aware. When you become aware, you then start to notice how you're relating to people. Work on your communication skills. How are you talking to people? And is there something that you need to develop in order to be more personable, to be more likable? I say more, not because you're lack, but just because you're developing and growing into a space that you've chosen. Actually, I, I could do with a bit of help on this side because if I had that support, I can see how that would assist me moving forwards. You're not doing it for the sake of it. You could work on improving your nonverbal communication. So when you're not talking, what's your body language like? <laughs> and you could work on acquiring negotiation and conflict resolution skills. Extremely important, I think, if, if you're working in an environment where people do love to just kind of rail up and be quite spontaneous with their emotions, you'll need to know how to diffuse that rather than to step into it and accelerate it. Expert power, this is about your skill or expertise. So if you work in an environment where your job title, perhaps that's quite a high up job title, you're a director, you're a CEO, uh, whatever you're doing, how is that supporting you to be influential, to offer your personal power around? So how can we increase that side of your personal power so that we can use it as a resource. Well, you could hone your skills and work to perfect your craft. So if you're lacking in your expert power, then how about you develop where the gap is? You could keep up with changes in your career, your industry, or your area of expertise. That's so important, isn't it? Brand experts talk about that a lot, getting to know exactly what's going on around you so that 
you're moving with the trends as they happen. And that's when you can jump on opportunities if you are in the know there. So keeping up with those changes in your industry, your career, or that area of expertise that you're working in, Become a thought leader in your area of expertise. And then one way to do this is to get published in some kind of respected journal or even write a book. Compete for awards and other forms of recognition that are highly visible to others. People are gonna see that as a bit of kudos and you'll get a little bit of a respect for it. And you could teach your skills to others, whether it's blogging, creating courses or tutorials. You could, as I mentioned before, write a book or getting a teaching position at a school or a college. So that's really about demonstrating that you are an expert in your field and you are the go-to person for that, whatever that subject is. Now, image power. I want to remind you that image power is so much about perception. It's all about perception, how the world sees you. How can you develop that? So if you don't have much of an image, for example, what could you do? Well, you could take control of your image, number one. You could decide how you want others to see you and then craft your image so that they start to see you the way that you want them to see you. Because you should know that if you don't determine who you are and how you want to be seen, other people will do it for you. Build your personal brand and reputation. So just ensure that you've got all the I's dotted and the T's crossed in relation to how you want to be seen from a business perspective. Some simple things like uh, your font to your uh, coloring, to your website, to your branding on all of your uh, marketing, etc., that you're doing. And you want to look the part, whatever that is. I mean, if you work on a gym floor, then you're gonna look like you work on a gym floor. If you're a dancer, performer, a singer, an actor in some other creative capacity, you're going to look how you need to look in that role that you're taking on at the time. If you're an office person who needs to be suited and booted, then you need to go for that too. Look the part. That's one way to really tap into the resource of personal power and then work on your game face so look sometimes sometimes things don't go the way we would like them to go and that's okay you know there is no failure only learnings and also there's something called partial success so if you don't actually reach what the outcome was intended to be rather than look at it as a failure how about if you looked at it as a partial success you partially did it what did you achieve and what didn't you achieve that you can then come back to but it's not a failure so when you're putting on your game face, even if things are not going the way you want them to, other people don't need to know about it. So keep it to yourself, huh? <laughs> don't let them know, don't give it away. Just ensure that they always think that the, uh, the swan is quite prettily flapping away underneath and is streaming along the water from their perception. And the last one here for your image power is Curate carefully what you post on social media. So we've got to remember that everything we put on social media is forever, 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 ever, ever. And that it's important that we are representing who we want to be or how we want to be seen. Now, official power. This power comes from your role within an organization. That's if you're employed. Or if you are self-employed, it comes from that business role. Or if you run your own business, 
it's going to come from the position within that. So you want to actively seek to get a promotion at work if you are employed and you're looking to develop that official power. Perhaps you want to ask to be made the project manager of a project that you're working on with others if that's the case of employment. Uh, you want to look for ways to be a leader at any kind of committee meetings or any project meetings that are out there, not necessarily to do with work, but maybe in the community. And you could, the you know, Chamber of Commerce is out there, Rotary Club is out there. There are so many different organizations that you could assign yourself to and just see how you could build a reputation of official power within that. And of course, you could run for government. <laughs> that is one of the highest. Now, resource power. This relates to the power you get from the assets and the things that you can control in your life. So we're talking money, we're talking property, uh, we're talking um, all those other things that relate to uh, things you buy, you hold on to. Uh, how can you develop this? Well, look for ways to acquire more resources. Step into opportunities that are going to give you more resource power through acquisition. Increase your earning potential. So what would you need to do to do that? Is that about skills? Hmm. Is that about moving to a different country, a different area? What would that entail to increase your earning potential? Learn how to get a better return on your investment on the resources at your disposal. So anything that you've got that you could increase an, a revenue on in some capacity, then look into it and just see how that could happen. If you have few assets at your dispersal, then maybe you learn to be more resourceful. And that might mean taking a course and understanding stuff to do with finance and acquisition and procurement and just getting things that are seen as resources for you to be able to step up and be more powerful in that area. And of course, this is only if that's an area that you want to develop. And finally, here on resource power, look for ways to get others to allow you to use their resources. So how can you work with someone, connect with someone with something that they've got? So physical power is our next one. How can you develop your physical power? What is physical power? Well, reminding you that it comes from your physical attributes. So your good looks, your neat, curvaceous body if you're a lady, or your muscly body if you're a guy. Could be the way around. You could be curvaceous as a guy and muscly as a woman. Hey, hey. And your smile, that's so important, I think. But that's a, a really great, powerful physical power. So how can this be developed? Well, you want to make sure that everything you're doing to do with your body and your mind, you're looking after. So eat well, exercise, so that you can really look healthy and fit. Be well-groomed. I mean, that comes into your appearance, doesn't it? And we are talking previously about looking the part. Just making sure that you really are ensuring that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed with regards to your appearance. Be well-groomed. Make the most of your looks. So what does that mean? Well, wear clothes that flatter your shape. You know, if you're a lady, start to understand the difference between your apple shape and your pear shape and so on so that you can accentuate your best parts. If you're a guy, noticing whether you've got long legs and a stocky upper body or the other way around or your arms are quite small or they're quite big and just see how you can wear clothes that will support that. 
minimize the not so great areas that you think are not so great of your body. Be energetic. Now, energy doesn't come overnight. You really do have to invest in your body to get it. So making sure that you are exercising, you are eating well, you're getting plenty of rest. Rest doesn't have to be sleep, by the way. It just means downtime. So getting plenty of that to be able to chill, plenty of sleep in itself. And people who exude confidence, joy, and enthusiasm, don't you think that they are highly attractive? I have to admit that I do. I'm very attracted energetically and vibrationally to those types of people. And now, for the last one on this physical power, project strength by the way in which you carry yourself. So your deportment. How are you holding yourself? And we know that if we stand up tall and we look up without lifting our chin too much to put pressure on the neck, we have a projection of optimism and of believing that everything will work out. If we round our shoulders and look to the floor, we have dejection. We have a feeling, uh, usually a feeling is what started that look, that of your deportment, of, of it just not working out and life's just rubbish. So how could you really project strength, personal power in who you are and how you come across by the way that you carry yourself? And if there's something you need to do to increase and develop that take it on whether it's you know having sessions with someone alexander technique to understand how the body moves uh, working with a pilates teacher and so on you know just getting it sorted now your attribution power how confident are you how resilient are you how determined are you <laughs> this is all at these are all attributes and this is your attribution power if they're low how can you develop them well, here's one thing. You could create a personal development plan, which is something that's going to really allow you to have a look at how you're thinking and feeling about yourself and how you are moving through challenges in your world. Often people get someone like a coach to support them on something like that because they don't know and that's why they're in that situation. So you look for a professional when you need that support and assistance. Now ask yourself what your goals are and what attributes you need to achieve for those goals. What are your goals? What are your intentions? What are your visions? What do you want? Read personal development books, read blogs, listen to audio, go to a seminar, a workshop. You can really, really develop your character. Now, something that someone recommended to me was to uh, follow Benjamin Franklin's lead and to develop your character by doing what he did. If you want to know, you've got to check him out. So that's a reason for you to go online and just key that in, Benjamin Franklin's character. And then the last one on this one is develop positive habits and drop negative habits. I know that this is a lot easier said than done, but hey, most of the actions that you will take will come from a decision. They'll come from you deciding, this is what I want to do. I've had enough of this way of living and I want to make a change. Once you make the decision, you will find a way to drop your negative habits. It will fall into place. You'll work with the people who need to support you and you'll surround yourself with those people who can really underpin you and give you the encouragement you need to make it happen. So nothing is impossible. Moving on to knowledge and education. Did you have a solid education? Well, not to worry if it wasn't so good because 
This personal power, knowledge and education power, can be developed. And here's how you do it. By going back to school, for example, getting an advanced degree, enrolling on maybe an open university course if time is of, you know, it's an issue, and take continuing education programs to develop yourself. What's your passion? What do you really like? Where's the gap in your world that you could really learn from? And what would be the impact of it? How could it serve you moving forwards? Are you learning it for recreation? Are you learning it for personal development? How would that develop your personal power through knowledge and education? Getting certified in an area that will help you in your field would be one way and finding other ways to show that you're committed to lifelong learning so it might be something like you've always wanted to rollerblade and so you get some rollerblades i wanted to rollerblade once i actually went out and bought some and i have to admit that they were in the bag for a long time before i actually gave them away because i only used them twice i realized i wanted to rollerblade but not that much so that was that but I took it on and I did it and I enjoyed it when I did it, but then the fad was over. But that feeling of just deciding I want to try something new and then getting into it and doing it, that really was a wonderful feeling of moving forwards and stepping into the unknown. And I just knew that if I could do it there, I could do it anywhere. So you're just teaching the mind that once you do it once, it can be done. And that's in my history experience. Whenever I'm feeling a bit, oh, I don't know whether I can do that. I don't often think like that at all, but if I ever did, that's what I'd be doing going back to. All those past experiences that I have succeeded in. Now, create a portfolio showcasing your knowledge and skills. That relates to this thing about going back into your mental Rolodex and just working out, how did I do that when I tried something else that was new? What happened when that happened? And just reminding yourself how brilliant you are, really. And then we talk about moral power. So in my view, moral power is quite often neglected. You know, treating others well and with respect being an influence over others in a positive way, especially when you're convincing them to support you in something that is morally just. It's okay to do it. But if you have a standing, if you have an influence that is quite high in that area, there's a chance that you're known for your moral power. And those people who you are talking to, there won't be much convincing because they will know, oh, well, if she's suggesting or saying that, then we're going to jump onto it and support her. So if it's low, though, what can you do? Well, you could volunteer. You could show that you are willing to give and not just take. And that is about giving your time, isn't it? And ideally, you want to be able to do it to something that you really like. Otherwise, it does become a chore. You could start a nonprofit if you're into business, build a reputation as someone who has strong values and lives up to them. That would be something that would be really uh, admirable to do. You could champion a worthy cause. Maybe there's something going on in your area that you could put yourself up for. Yeah, get on with that. Or finally here, you could donate money to charities. I think some of us do online. We don't do it when we meet someone in the street. We don't do it when people knock on our doors, perhaps. But I think for those people who are authentic and have that lovely moral power, we do, we, we, we're aware of, of donating as often as we our finance and our pockets allow. So that, yeah, that's what you could do to increase your moral power. So there we have it. We have our list of 10 
sources of personal power and our list of how do you build that personal power if it is a little bit low. So don't go anywhere. We're nearly to the end of the show, but a few bits before we leave. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Nicolette. It's Mind Your Business and I'm just coming to the end of today's show, which is about personal power. It's been a great month actually, just developing, well for me, learning about how I can raise my own personal powers. I think the impact of me creating and producing these shows is that I learn every single time. You know, I get the ideas, of course, and I have an understanding of what it is, so I know where to research, but there's always some beautiful nugget that comes out of it that I use to develop myself. And I have had amazing risings, that's no such word, I have had amazing elevations of personal power this month because I've been putting into practice the stuff that I've been learning. And I really invite you, wonderful listeners, to do the same. You know, Go back over the audio and just pick out those areas that could really serve you. And it might be something as simple as like today's show, we talked about how do you develop your personal power. And there might be an area there. Maybe your image isn't the way you want it to be. And you're just being like, oh, well, whatever. But now you're about action. You're thinking, well, how could I develop that so that I can influence people around me using that source of personal power. It's so important to be able to stand in your own space and own it, whether it's about your knowledge, how you look, uh, your perception, whatever it's about. Owning your own personal power is dramatically important. So there we have it, personal power. And we've literally undressed it this month, how you can keep it, where you can find it, how you can develop it. So at the end of the show, and I invite you to go forth, okay? To really just get out there and to continue doing what it is that you're doing as a, an amazing creative. We're all creative. Some of us tap into it more than others. But if your profession is as a creative, then I really invite you to consider your why. Come back to the reason why you do what, <clears throat> excuse me, what you do. And let that be your fuel, 101%. And then raise your game in everything that you do. Raise your game. How can you show up today, tomorrow, and the day after? What can you do today, tomorrow, and the day after that is going to move you forwards? What actions can you take? Are you just sort of, you know, moving through the day, waking up a bit blah and wondering how the day is going to unfold? Or are you actually waking up with a purpose and thinking, right, today it's this, today it's that, and today it's that. If I finish all of that, I will be one step ahead of where I want to be. How are you living your life? So th there's a saying, you can either be, I'm trying to remember it now, you can either be a, um, a mountain climber or, and the other phrase has just escaped me, sugar. And the mountain climber is the person who literally, it's not about really, you know, climbing the mountain, but it's the image of getting up and moving one step at a time and really allowing yourself to be driven to the top. I've remembered what the other one is. The other one now is um, envelope packers. 
Envelope packers literally just pack envelopes, sitting down mindlessly with no future planning, and they pack one box with envelopes, then they put it to the side and they do the next, and they know exactly what's coming up, and it's very safe and it's very consistent, and they're very happy in that way, or they think they are, because the one thing that could be keeping them where they are is fear of moving out. And I would ask you, is that living? No judgment in the question, but for you, is that living? Are you literally just packing envelopes or are you climbing the mountain? And every day is a challenge and that challenge, you're not scared of it because what's the worst that can happen? You know, the, the worst case scenario is death. That's the worst case scenario. If that happens, there's not much we can do about it. But along that way, as long as you think of your worst case scenarios and you make plans for them and you prepare for them, hey, you're cool, you're okay. And the mind will always kick in to make it a lot more of a catastrophe than it actually is. So come back to the reality of whatever it is that you wanna step into of however you want to live your life and see it for what it really is, not worse than it is, just for what it is. So I invite you to go forth. I invite you to raise your game in everything you do. And I invite you to remember that how you do something is how you do everything. Be excellent every day and let the power within you shine onto other people as a result. And let that lift you up to your greatest heights. And at the same time, you can get to serve them. Thank you for listening, everybody. Can't wait to be back next week with a brand new theme. Stay well until then and connect with me if you've got something on your mind at embodiedentrepreneur.co.uk. This week's podcast will be out very, very soon. Bye for now. You're listening to Mind Your Business with Nicolette Wilson-Clark, master coach to creative entrepreneurs.